Wagwan, 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 rocking with my boy Joy Burnham. It's Eugenius Neutron, and I am. You tuning in to the Grown Man Hip Hop Show. L's up forever, shout out to New Nation. Inspired Inspirations. Grown Man, no play play. Pigs. This episode of the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show is brought to you by. Welcome to Hashtag All Podcasts Matter, the podcast about social issues, politics, movie news, and Keanu Reeves. I'm Vic, and he's Ken. We release episodes bi-weekly, one focusing on current events, both politically, socially, and in movie news, and we'll drop one movie review as well. Remember to follow us on all your social media platforms and and take a take a bookmark. Yeah, we have plenty of cool swag. Visit us at allpodcastmatter.com. Two up, two down. This episode of the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show is brought to you by badmagics.com. Badmagics.com, more than just an online journal or clothing line, Badmagics.com is a lifestyle brand dedicated to keeping you fresh from art to the music to the gear. Badmagics.com, shout out to the magic man. Badmagics.com, defenders of the true school. And then there was like uh, the what's called men, they died. So the only thing left were the hominids. And of course, the, the what's called the hominids, the, the, the purest of the hominids came out of Africa. Uh oh. Yes. I recorded that. Yes. And what For history's sake, white people. Yes. So we're, we are. We are. And, and hell, science tells you this. I don't got nothing to say. Rednecks don't believe in science. Uh, yes, they don't believe in science or birth control or guns. Oh, well, my bad. They do believe in guns. Yeah, they do believe in guns. They don't believe in birth control and they don't believe in modern education. Yes. Uh, we started recording probably about 30 seconds ago. Yes. Uh, what it is and what it do, this is the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show. I am Lawrence G, your hip hop uncle. And I am your boy, Joey Burnham. Yeah, man. And we got the man, the myth, the legend. We ain't even do the intro. Nah, we just gonna skip through the intro. Man, they know who just, we are. We just doing stuff now. We switching it up on y'all asses. Y'all got anyway, y'all who, who's in the building? This is your boy, Fred Frio. Yes, this is Rio. Everything, Everything is, is grande. Nothing, nothing is petito. petito. Can he say it by his guy? No, it's fun if we all say it. Shit. Damn. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> You want to say it by yourself? No, I'm good. I, 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 I like to join I, in on the fun. I enjoy I enjoy y'all's uh, back and forth, my man. The banter. Yes, the, the banter. banter is a beautiful thing. So, uh, anything happened in the world of news that we give a fuck about? Um, Vegas was a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. That's an understatement. Yeah. I know that's something we don't want to get into. Yeah, but man. Um, it happens. God bless them. Yeah, yes. man. Uh, I guess uh, prayers go out. To the folks in Vegas, uh, I don't know. Do we want to have the gun control conversation right now? You it's, know what gun control is? It's using both hands. Yeah. Um. I don't know. That's just a sensitive subject. That's a a sore, sensitive subject. You can you can make you can put more laws on guns, but the law-abiding citizens are gonna follow the laws. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the law-breaking motherfuckers are still gonna find a way to get guns. So no matter what, guns are still gonna be had by the crazy. I mean, over there in, in the UK, right? 
like nobody really has guns. And people always talk about the UK like they don't have any gun violence, but them motherfuckers beat the shit and stab the fuck out of each other. Well, it, it's still still their crime and stuff ain't on the level of ours. It's not on the level of ours, but I'm just, but still they, they, they still they, fucking. Well, that's that's just a given, and they don't even their prison system ain't even the same as ours. No, so not the problem at all. with the United States is they've created a system that foments this type of stuff, all of this stuff, everything. Right. Basically, when people are mentally ill or people are down in life. They are more into like punishing you more and saying just get up, and they believe in this Hershey or Horatio Alger myth and the Ponzi scheme type of hustle that puts people in these type of situations and it, the rugged individualism on steroids basically, and it it this is what you get. I mean, yeah. this I mean this is what you get. Now you know as far as the laws go and everything like that, you know this is what it's all about it's like if if you would have if you dealt with mental illness seriously right if, right and that's on that's from a serious standpoint if you weren't trying to incarcerate a certain group of people meaning african-americans at a high rate and so you make laws to trap everybody for the wrong thing and you're not and you're basically disenfranchising people and you're creating a heavy criminal environment where guns are going to be let me let me just break this see down. See what I'm saying? Let me see cuz I Fred's eyes are flaring right now. Yes. So let me uh let me just you know there's a simple thing that that can happen. It's not hard. Okay, we have the right to bear arms, right? What what was the um history behind that? Uh, not exactly. I, not that I don't I don't. It really actually know. uh comes from uh um people, He set me up. He Patrick, set me up. Patrick Henry. People, um, people trying to sell guns. Well, that's no. all that shit. That yeah, and that, 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 that yeah. and take guns out the hands of niggas. And let me let me make my point, and then I'll, I'll throw it back to you guys. Here's my thing. Uh, we need uh, stricter rules around who gets guns. This is true. Yes, we need people not to have easy access to fully automatic weapons. Hell, for that point, you don't need that much access to semi-automatic weapons. And what about having a limit on the number of guns you can have? Yeah, then you know, if be- you want to think old school, if you want to think old school, old man told me you don't need number three guns. You need a rifle to protect your house, a pistol to protect yourself, and a gun to hunt with if that's what you're into. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, yeah. that simplifies the whole thing. And that's too much. And that's too much. Yeah. But still, if you wanted to just have a bunch of guns, I mean, what the fuck are you doing with 40, 50 down? What are you doing with an arsenal? Well, see, here's the thing that people don't understand. It's not having a gun. It's having to drop. We live, like, a lot of people would rather have it, and therefore they won't get caught in a situation, like maybe like that dire situation, somebody's coming through the door and they can actually fire, or they can actually figure that out and fire, you know, in, in the case of that chance happening basically that's what a lot of people think they're thinking in that best case scenario type of per- situation where they're going to be in the right place at the right time and be able to handle the thing exactly the way it's supposed to be i think a member but of d12 said it best is i'd rather need it and not have it than have it and not what is it i'd rather have a gun and not need it than rather need, than need a gun and not have it i married this clockmatic right exactly yeah, and see but that's and see that's part of it you see you know what I'm saying a certain culture was and this 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 is what I get into the fact is you've created this subculture right and you fed it 
All right. So now you can't separate it from it. And you go back and look to why these things are here. If you look at why it's there historically, people are not honest historically. And folks will try to argue all day, but history is just there for you to look at. And it's like I said, when I was saying that about Patrick Henry, like basically slave rebellions, when slave, when slave rebellions were happening and when they were coming through with all of this stuff and they were, you know, putting this stuff together, this constitution, all this other stuff, basically he put in what would be our modern second amendment to keep the militias around right. because really the government was afraid. Yes. Like, I do remember that now. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The government was afraid of like having a standing army during peacetime because they felt like the army would overthrow them. Like, see, a lot of people think the second amendment is like, Oh no, it's to protect the citizens from a government. So you're telling me your government created a suicide pact. <laughs> so so that basically they got this button so that we built all this stuff but if y'all get mad y'all can grab some guns and come get us no they didn't do that bro that's not that's stupid Stop. like why would somebody fred, do that fred you're talking too much sense yep. let me tell you something yep. i don't think rednecks listen to our show they don't. they don't so who who's gonna benefit from this knowledge well black folks need to know that really you the, the only reason gun control was even was even put in place the first time was when the black panthers went out in california with some and weapons. was doing open carry. Yeah. Exactly. They were doing open carry. And Ronald Reagan saw that. And he put gun control on that. So basically, the Second Amendment wasn't meant for you. The uh when gun when you started carrying weapons, they decided when you ain't carrying weapons in the hood and killing each other, which is kind of like, you know, you, you're flooded with drugs, you're flooded with guns. Have fun, right? Uh and so, you know, so when you started picking up guns legally. They put, put yeah, that wasn't a part of the plan. It. That was a glitch in the matrix. Exactly. That was you like know, we can't have that. You know. Yeah, we can we can go through the history of it all day, which I agree with, and it is unfortunate. Yeah. But at the end of the day, this guy in Las Vegas was in a hotel room, and injured, and he was wealthy. With this wealthy White. guy in a in a hotel room, no matter what color yeah, it exactly. is, at the end of the day, it's just unfortunate what happened. Yeah, man. And we can we can talk about the history behind gun control and what color he was or wasn't. Or what kind of gun he didn't have or didn't have, but that ain't gonna take away the fact that he killed that's a lot true. of people and that's injured true. hundreds and hundreds of people. Exactly, yeah, man. That and that's why something. The bottom line yeah. is, it's just unfortunate. And I mean, if it was one person, it's unfortunate. Be, something fact, needs to be done. That's why I said something does need to be done, and that's that's the problem. Because like I said, with the gun manufacturers and stuff, they just don't care. And there's a way that a lot of this stuff could be done, where everybody could win. Everybody, the gun, the gun, the people who are gun enthusiasts, the people who like to shoot. Cause like I tell people, rural areas like the country, cause this is the way I look at it. This is America, so nobody's coming to take away nobody's guns. Nobody's gonna you lose. Can't tell you can't tell Trump do that. supporter that. No, but that's what I'm saying. You can't explain this to people. Like a lot of people think the government is gonna like I'm just gonna come in the house and take. That's the most inefficient way to do anything, man. And that's the first also, way to get shot. And not only that, but people having guns creates enough pandemonium so you can actually steal from them anyway. So why would you actually do that? You, you, you're doing more subversion by feeding people more guns anyway because that puts keep people on edge and they keep killing each other. But especially the people you don't care about. You're like talking with a hoods. whole lot of sense. You know, like people in hoods. Once again, but, Fred Freeze. You're yeah. talking a whole lot of sense. You know, well, let me ask you this. To a pro, hold on. He's talking a whole yeah. lot of sense to a group of people that don't want their uh, that that um, want to keep don't want their Obamacare but want to keep their uh, uh, Affordable Care Act. 
And you're right. Yeah. You're, you're, you're absolutely <laughs> you right. Uh, you gotta watch. You gotta watch that damn Obamacare because that, that they're gonna fuck around and take your damn affordable care. They're gonna take your affordable care health care from you. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But on the flip side, even though most people who feel this way tend to be white, I'm not trying to stereotype, but most people who kind of cling to their guns and fight for that right to have a pistol, a lot of those First Amendment people are of a White Second Amendment tone. people. Second Amendment people are of a white skin tone. Excuse me, Second Amendment. With that being said, I know some black dudes who feel like, hey, I want a pistol and you can pry it from my cold dead hands. <laughs> well, I mean, you're in a situation now, it's it's like an equalizer now. Yeah. You you're in a position right that's why I told you. You they've created a situation and this is what the gun manufacturers love. Like if this group is scared, they go grab a gun. If that group gets scared, they go grab a yeah, gun. They go grab a bigger so gun. Now, it's fear mongering. That's yeah. what I said. So basically, at the end of the day, you as a black person now, you ain't really got no choice. You have no choice because chances are you're going to be stuck in one of those neighborhoods that's like in trouble right now. So you're going to probably need it more than anything. And then what I was fixing to say, there's a difference between living in the country where the cops is like 60, 100 miles. You know, ain't number two cops and everybody's a million miles away from each other. You may be the first and last line of defense in your house. So you actually may need a gun that's why i said there are sensible sensible ways to do all of this and we need to approach it from that and stop pretending like oh this is a part of some kind of big government grab well you don't understand the government's going i mean man the government is doing a lot of things but you know what that's happens the most inefficient you thing know you do you know what about. happens every time the police say um we're having a gun situ a gun drive bring your guns down here well you know what you get you get a bunch of damn revolvers. Yep. You don't get the real gun. Exactly. You get all the. You get enough guns to stage a to uh, rob a damn stagecoach. You, you don't. Go. You don't get the real guns. They bring exactly. the revolvers. So I mean, a revolver. You know, if you want to do some dirt with it, it keeps the shell. It don't spit the evidence out. So, but that's another. Kind and and then you spoken got, like a true best Marine. Well, and then like I tell you, look at <laughs> like you know you know they talk a about Bama Nagel. They talk about yeah. They talk about Chicago a lot, right? But you know, they don't look at the fact that Indiana's right there with its gun law. They don't you know, jam neither. Exactly, yeah. You know, um, Indiana's right there. And East St. Louis is probably, that part of Illinois is probably a lot more violent than Chicago. Detroit is like number one, right? No. Nah. Who's number one for killing? East St. Louis. East St. Louis. And then uh, the ham is like three. Yeah, we're number three. Mm. You, get, you, you don't understand the ham, man. But like, you know, as I was saying, at the hamburger, and I keep hitting for best on the my list, bag. bro. And I agree with everything you're saying for it, and I agree with everything you're saying, G. But you know, we can talk about how we got here all day. But fact is, we got to find a way to get out. Of this exactly, that's what. Fact that's, that's is, the we got to find a way to get guns out of the hands of black people, white people, Chinese people who are not responsible. That's true. The Asian people, we got to find people. whatever race you are. People, people. But see, we got to find a way to get guns out the hands of irresponsible people, which it's I'm a glass half easy. empty type of guy. I don't think it's possible. I don't think, I don't think it's going to be easy. Because again, if you stiffen up the gun laws, people just get more uh, rigid you, you, it, about their gun shit. Well, see, so this is what I was going to say you have to do. It. And hold that thought. Just, just think about it. If, if you follow gun laws, then you got a human being that doesn't. And then new gun laws uh, drop, and it makes it harder to get a gun. The law-abiding citizens are just going to follow the law. Yeah, the law ain't for the law then, does what it's going to do for law-abiding people. It, it, then, but the criminals, 
they've been breaking the law, whether the rules well, see, are this, stiff these or not. These ain't even criminals. The, the, the people that are doing this are not people with records or anything like this. This ain't like bank robbers doing this or anybody that's actually criminal. These are like, you know, you got to give in to the fact that everybody's crazy. That too. Everybody is crazy. And that was gonna and be I, my and next. I, and one, I hate, so I hate right. to, hate to use that. You know, we got lot. about a few minutes on this, man. We're yeah, gonna hand wrap right, this we're, up we're, and, and lighten the but mood. This, man. this is basically what I was gonna say, real quick. It's not a gun thing. I think that what people are gonna have to actually do is look at what are the conditions. Like I, that's why I initially started with. Remember, I don't think making new gun laws is gonna fix it. You, we can actually make gun laws saying, hey, these, you know, if somebody is crazy, or I'm sorry, I hate to keep using that. If somebody is like. You know, mentally ill or whatever, they can't get it. You can actually run background checks on it, maybe put insurance on it, do certain things. You know, there's a few other but things. But you know, a lot of, uh, same but, reason it will wrap up, a lot of, I'm going to say the word crazy, a lot of crazy people go under the radar. That's what Every, I was about to say. So it's like, that's not really. But this is what I was trying to wrap it up with. I was just trying to say this one last thing, honestly. You can't tackle it from a gun angle. You got to tackle it from a social angle. Right. Because when Ronald Reagan took away a lot of stuff on mental health, when they when the basically this is sins of the father or this is the way that a certain community has been neglected and a light way a lot of things have occurred that is coming back on us we wouldn't have as much violence and much stuff to worry about if we handled things differently the way we handle certain crimes where we hyper criminalize certain things and we we got um police departments that have turned into nothing but occupiers in a lot of instances and people that don't you know that you got them out here chasing a petty drug charge or doing something like that rather than chasing murder and they trying to catch everybody at it. So these are the type of things that we got to change. We got to change the way we do things with crime, the way we do things with like when people are poor, the way we handle the poor, the way we hand, handle the indigent, the way we handle people that are becoming isolated in society crumbling. We got to, if we fix them problems, your growing problem starts to dry up anyway. It's about people. It's right. about people. Exactly. So, uh, once again, prayers going out to the families of the people exactly. in Las Vegas. And at this point, anybody that suffered from gun, any kind of gun violence, not just mass shootings, but one on one. It's people exactly. right now that's that's going through it just because of gun violence. All the suicides. I All mean, the suicides. Like, you, people don't look at that. That's a statistic that people don't look at. Yeah. Yeah. And I, a lot of the elderly are committing suicide as well with like by gun. You know, so you got like a lot of kids, a lot of people. It's like I said. This is a social issue that's even more than a gun issue, but guns are prominent as a part of it. And we're not tackling the social issues. And now the gun issue is springing up out of the social issues. And it's just getting worse and worse and worse. So, yeah, man, we're going to leave that right there. Um, when we come back, we'll try to lighten the mood. Um, this is the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show. I am your boy, Lawrence G. And we'll be back. What it is and what it do. This is the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show. I am your boy, Lawrence G. Let me break something down for y'all right quick. Uh, if you've been listening to the show, I know a couple of the shows came out late. Uh, for the last four episodes, we've been breaking down. And, and, and this is where the argument comes in with the crew, and we'll, we'll get into that. We've been breaking down the goats of hip hop by mm -hmm. decade. Mm -hmm. Um. 
apparently people around here don't read my text messages and, and, and don't listen to the show so mm-hmm. they didn't really know that's what we were doing but i knew exactly what was what was going on uh, i just let me let me finish the setup and then and, and then we'll we'll get put your dukes down okay put your dukes down joe you motherfucker, yeah. so yeah so you know we've been doing that uh for the last uh four weeks and this is um actually what came out of it was an extra show so it's about five weeks been we've been talking about it and then there was this conversation so it's kind of stretched out over time. If you haven't heard any of those shows, please go back and listen to them. We started with the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, and then uh, 2010 through 2017. Um, you can also check us out on iTunes, uh, well, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. So, yeah, if you haven't heard any of those episodes, just go back and check them out and get yourself caught back up. So, um let me break it down like this. My idea, Joseph, mm-hmm. was to come up with this list decade by decade that would eventually build the top, what we consider the top 40 MCs of hip hop. And I was under the understanding that everybody was making the list with that in mind. Yeah. I did not make the list by myself. Mm-hmm. I made sure that everybody had a say. There was a vote. It was a very democratic voting process. Yes, we got 40 MCs. Um, our, and like I said, you'll get, if you go back and you listen to the episodes, you'll get all 40 MCs. Um, for right now, what I'll do is I just go and I'll just read the 40 MCs. There were a couple of changes to the list. And then I want to hear from you guys about what the hell we did since these is not the greatest of all time. Um, let me see. Let me go back and find it. Let me go back and find it. Do, 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 do. Um, okay. I did. I did make a change because you did make a statement last time that you could, you would not put out a list that had young thug and future on it. Nope. Okay. So here's the list that I got and I'm going to read all 40. Oh Lord. You, I'm running through them pretty quick. Man, you just need to post that. Nobody's going to they don't catch up with it. Bro. They'll be all right. This is, we just, I'm going to read it, and then y'all tell me if we if this ain't greatest of all time, what the fuck is it? Just split it up in, in, in four sections and just start with the, with the uh, okay, bottom. Okay, check it out. Number 40, Big Sean. 39, Big Crit. 38, Title the Creator. 37, Nicki Minaj. 36, Gucci Man. Number 5. 35, 2 Chains, 34, Chance the Rapper, 33, J. Cole, 31, Kendrick Lamar, 30, Cameron, 29, Young Jeezy, 28, Game, 30, I mean 27, uh, Ludacris, 26, T.I., 25, Missy Elliott, 24, Lil Wayne, 23, Kanye West, 22, 50 Cent, 21, Eminem, 20, Lauren Hill. All right, that's 20. Stop at 20. Okay. Stop at 20. Um, first of all, let me say that when we put this list together, I felt as if it was a list that basically came down to who locked down that era, who was hot in that era. It was about, it was about lyrics. It and impact. About, it was about talent, but impact and hotness and run was more on my mind than anything. Yep. So the way the list 
was in my head, which this may not be the way the list was explained to me, and I may have read things wrong and got things misconstrued, but in my head, I had to ask myself the question, in the 80s, who was synonymous with hip-hop? In the 90s, in the 2000s, in the mid-2000s, in the yada, yada, yada. And when I asked myself who locked down those eras and who was synonymous in those eras, I came up with a lot of people that were just good for that era but may not be good for other eras. For example, if we talk about the 80s, and this is on the 80s list that we did, if you think about the 80s, then you're going to say Rakim. Right. If you think about the 90s, let's say 94, then you're going to think Nas, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then if you think about the 2000s, the mid-2000s, you may say Jeezy because those are people that were very hot and very just killing it in that era. Well, here's the difference between those artists. Rakim and Nas, not only are they dope in their era, but they're dope in any era. Their time. A lot of these artists did have carryover. A lot of them did. But what the goal? But here's was, the two things, though. When it comes to an artist like Jeezy, he was only hot for his time, and just yeah, and that's why he's at 29. He was, but that ain't, but not for all time though. You can't be hot for a moment in time and be remembered and worshipped for all time. So with with people like Jeezy and Young Thug. They're just good for that time. Number one. With people like Big Crit, even though I have no problem with putting Crit on the list, but with people like Big Crit, it's too early. So some people don't belong on the list at all because they're just relevant to that time. And other people don't belong on the list because they're too early. Okay, hold that thought right there. Freeze. This is what I kind of thought about with the list and I agree with a lot of what Joe is saying um, pretty much you know I feel like the list is bas- basically just a representation of the artist of a particular time exactly you know, I'm very I'm very you know shaky with the whole go thing because like once, once somebody becomes a master they're a master to me For so basically I feel like these are the people who are the movers and shakers who they brought their style forth manifested it best and then they, they showed me a body a consistent body of work because they had mastered something because this is what this is all about i know a lot of good rappers who can rap but they they are master of say rapping but they haven't transitioned into this artistic lane where they've given me the full picture right all of these individuals have done something to the culture made a statement and have been somewhat consistent and like joe was saying some people haven't been as consistent yet because they had the time hasn't stretched out like you can put a kendrick on the list because he's consistently dropped hot album after hot album after hot album you're like dude okay this dude is give him his give him his due like whereas like i said like we were saying about jeezy jeezy is a guy who for the moment he added a contextual sound he became the ad-lib king he ushered in what would become trap he helped usher it in um and 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 that doesn't give him well that gives him credit on this list because that's his influence going forward well see this is the funny thing about jeezy to me jeezy feels like that type of artist that if as being a record collector myself he's that type of dude that you find in the crates and people will say you know that came from xyz Jeezy is kind of like that support artist, the artist that was the bridge. He's part of the bridge, but 
I can't honestly say, and I like a lot of Jeezy songs. I can't honestly say that this is a this is Jeezy's masterpiece and Jeezy has given me several masterpieces. No, I pull multiple songs like, you know, bury me a G or whatever like that from Jeezy that I have in my listening group. But listening to his whole albums, nah, I don't need to do that. For me, okay, so y'all picked apart Jeezy. Jeezy. So you don't agree. Jeezy is number 29 on this list. Yeah. You don't agree with his placement. I don't agree with his placement. So why do we put him on the list for because, the because of 2000s? His because of his influence, like we were saying, and what we were going at the list as is how these artists impacted, impacted that their time. time period. That's and, the way. That may yeah. not have been, and, and I say this because I acknowledge that I'm just speaking for myself, even though I know Fred will probably agree with me. Yeah. I might, me, Joey Burnham, I might have gotten things misconstrued. I may not have read your text properly, properly like you alluded to. But for whatever reason, I was under the impression that this list was going to highlight who was the shit in the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s. We were going to break it down per era, per 10-year era. Mm-hmm. And who was the hottest in that era? For example, may I, read, may I read my text? For, for example, may I read my text? After this, for example, we could put Ying Yang on there for the early 2000s, but are they the greatest of all time? Hell no, Ying Yang wouldn't even be on that particular list. Yes, yes they, they would. If if, but if see, we talk, if if you ask the question, not with the criteria that we set. Yeah, because yeah, because they're kind of more of the club. Element. Now, if we wanted and to say, and they're in a group. Too. Now, if we wanted to say, they're a group. Because now, if we wanted to no. say the greatest groups in, if we wanted to do a grown man top ten greatest groups in the crunk era. Yeah. If we wanted to get that specific, we could do that. And their okay. dance in particular. Okay, so maybe that's a bad analogy. Yeah. But you get the point I'm trying to make. It was the list was about lyrics, and it was about. Um, art and cultural and, and the cultural influence. Well, th- this is the beef I have. This, 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 the the beef is. Jesus. It's it, it's a piece of the list, but it's the fact that once again, we doing a show, right? And I know everybody got their lives and everybody doing their thing, but it's about communication, right? But see, my yeah. thing is, I think what you were saying there, though, you when you say the greatest, you don't realize how vague that is. Well, I mean, that's a vague oh, statement. Hey, hey, let me before I'm gonna, let me open let me, let me address like, you, Fred, yeah. and then I'm gonna address you, Joe. So when I said the when I when I came up with the idea for this, I really two things, two goals I had in mind that maybe I should have done a better job of communicating. I want to shatter the concept. Of a of you putting your favorite rapper on the list on a list, but you can't. Number one, I wanted to do that, but I know that's it's, something it's, that you can't subjective. do because it's yeah. subjective and it's based on opinion. Yeah. The second thing I wanted to do was do it historically, so that you can have your subjective list, and there's an actual list based off of history. This list is historical for me because once you bring history, because we always say that in order for anything to become a classic, for anything to become a goat, you have to give it time, right? Yeah. That's the number one rule. You have to give it time. So I went back and I was like, oh, okay. So if we got to give it time, let's go back over each decade and pick the ones out of that time and put them together on a list. Some stuff is an and, instant classic. And, 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 and compile nah. a list. There's no it such is. thing as an instant classic. No, yes, there's yes, there's dope. There's dope. We don't know. What, super duper dope. And then there's classic. Is. 
because some like, stuff is an instant classic. It's no, you it's can like, we you recognize can, it. When I heard Lupe Fiasco's "Food and Liquor," the first one, I knew that ten years from that time it came out, it was gonna be the shit. Can I can I be real with you though? What? It, it, I love it. I love it. But that's gonna be a head classic. Okay, still that's classic. not gonna be a culture classic. It's, that's not it's a classic. Be a, a classic. So what? What's no, your what, point? What, what I'm trying to say is what we're trying to do here. This this was more of these guys who broke the stratosphere. They almost transcended the art. You see what I'm saying? They, well, not necessarily transcended, but they become. And, and Lupe Fiasco did make this list. Yeah, he made the list, but I think he made the list because he was consistent and he did bring forth a lane. He continued the lane that Kanye West sprouted back out. You know, when gangster rap was just ruling everything and Kanye stepped up with the uh, college dropout, Lupe took that to the next level. That's why he did kick push first. And he came out with Machiavelli the was an instant classic. You know, well, you know, Tupac is Tupac. Tupac is Tupac. And I still like, he, think he transcends the culture. I mean, he, he transcends like, the culture. Let, let me right. tell you what Tupac is. Tupac to me is that guy. Him and Biggie is that guy that people that don't know nothing about rap. They try to pretend like they know something about rap by saying they like him. So it's like you got them clowns to say, I listen to jazz. And I say, oh, really? What do you listen to? Well, you know, Miles Davis is going to be thrown out eventually. Yeah. Tupac is the Miles Davis of this situation. Okay. So well, hold going, back, going, going back, I know that you can't. I know that I, I know that what I we what the goal was was is virtually don't forget impossible. what you said. I'm yeah. segue on that. Yeah. I know ahead. that the goal is virtually impossible. But for us, being that we know what the fuck we're talking about, we ain't just some regular dudes on the street that just spouting hip hop shit. There's actually logic and thought that goes back. We're we're historians. Yeah. Okay. So I was looking at it once again from the history standpoint and saying according to history. Who, what is this list Who are these people And how do they make this list Because you can have Your individual top five Your top ten Your top grades However you want But there's enough time That's gone by That you can account For history And say According to history Or according to The 40 years of hip hop Or the 40 plus years Of hip hop These are the These are our champions Young Thug Jeezy Two Chains Are not Hip hop champions they're musical champions, they're billboard champions, they're trap champions, and some trap rappers are some of the greatest rappers of all time. But these particular guys that I'm naming Now I'm gonna aren't. argue with you about two chains. He's not a he's not a hip hop champion. Two, he he two, likes hip hop. Two chains left to his own devices, he would probably be hip hop. Which is the direction he's going now. And that's cool. But the music he puts out, as much as I like it. So it sounds like you got a more of an issue with the top half of this list than the bottom half of this list. You got an issue with the. Okay, initially, on the last episode, we had Young Thug and Future starting off that 2000. To we got it. 2010 to 2017. They were, they were, yeah, they came in at like 10 and 9. But see, that's the thing. That's okay. So I swapped them out because I got what you were saying, and I think he's right. So I, so 40. Big Big Sean starts off at 40. It sounds like your issue is more with the top half of this list than the bottom half of this list. Here's my thing. And I'm yes, you're, and you're it, right and, about and that. The bottom, and, the, and the top half of this list, the 40 through the 20 or 40 oh, through, it is controversial because these are new artists. Now, Kendrick ain't controversial. J. Cole ain't controversial. Yeah, Kendrick comes in at 31. And they're just as and they're just as new as a young thug. Everything that, like I said, they you, belong well, on that list. Hold on. And, and this this is what I think. See, this is the thing. When we said that it's just, and this is what, and I, I agree with Joe on this. 
when when we said that this is going to be like what they reflect for the moment, like basically Young Thug and Two Chains and all these other people for the pure future. They're disposable the music. They're, yeah, they're do, they're basically doing dance music. As they're much doing as I like it, EPM. it's disposable. It, yeah, they, basically, we've heard. So for that fact, Missy shouldn't be on here. No, no, no she Missy does dance music. Dude, no, 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 you don't no, understand. No. She also does art. She uh, she transcends that. Basically, what I'm saying is Missy and people like that they were doing something else because hip hop and dance music is tied, right? So mm-hmm. part of hip-hop being dance music is that then you got stuff that is straight club. Big Daddy Kane made dance music. Big Daddy Kane made dance music. Yeah, exactly. So, but what I'm trying to say is, but then there's people who say, all I do, my song, my albums have no substance. You are to dance, and that is it. Fred, loud in the motherfucker. Right? Yeah, he fucking up all the volume. Yes, that's yeah. what I do. And see, but that, that's, <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah, that's so what anyway, I do. Anyway. Yeah. But, but, but that's, that's exactly... That's now he gonna exactly calm it down. No, nigga, bring that same energy, nigga. I'm you better have that running. same energy yeah. when I come around the drive through. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, and I and I'm spitting in your food. But uh, as I was saying, at, uh, at the end of the day, when you actually look at it, the you know there's a difference between what Missy Elliott was doing. When you look at her stylistically, when you see what they were doing visually, when they, you see all of this other stuff that they were bringing forth, it was different. Whereas Young Thug and them, they represent a particular part of the dance culture. And it's kind of like that, you know, lit parties, you know, they, they just end the vibe. They vibing. Right. And it's very disposable. It's very momentary. Now, some people will see that as a slight, but it's an aesthetic that's been put forth and it's moving forward. And some people are going to take that and they're going to some people are taking that. Like when you look on the underground and they're applying meaning to it. When you look at your Vic Mensas and you look at your, you know, these other characters that are popping up. Uh, who do what's the underground rapper that did water from um uh, Chicago, uh, his name is gonna escape me, but his he had a seminal album uh, last year. Then you had No Name, which is a you talking about uh, Open Mike Eagle? No, not Open Mike Eagle. Uh, but there's another gentleman, uh, Mike Jenkins. Mike Jenkins. Mike Jenkins did Water. He takes that type of stuff, that vibey stuff, and he puts more lyrics to it, and he puts thought to it. Tree does the same it. thing. Tree does it. Uh, the uh, the the female rapper, or I hate to call it, FMC or uh, MC that is a woman, no name. Yeah, no she name. She actually she had one of the best albums of 2016 on the underground level, and she takes that vibe and makes something of it, right? So when you actually look at it, these are the guys who they're they're fashioning something else out of this sound. Whereas you got guys who are like, this is the club end of their sound, and we've had this for every generation, mm-hmm. guys who made the mark the aesthetically from your father MCs who were the heavy pop guys who were doing dance songs to Luke when he was doing like just hey man just come in here and dance have a good time splat pack 69 boys all the way up to crunk now we got young thug in them that's the same so they, so they represent a certain aesthetic exactly. so I'm gonna go through the rest of this list you told me to stop at 20 I'm gonna go through the rest of this list and I'm gonna just go through the rest of it. And oh yeah, let me say one more thing. The reason why they get mentions now and Luke and them don't get mentioned then is because at that time Luke and them had a particular lane. They set an aesthetic, but they weren't so dominant. They were dominant in the dance floor, but they weren't artistically dominant in the culture. Now dance is oversaturated. Exactly. Now dance hip hop still had its number one place and spot. Exactly, and because it was more insulated. But now the dance culture. EDM actually has taken over rap. Like electronic dance music right. has actually taken rap's spot. And people don't realize that, you know. Right. So let me go over this list and then please help me define this list. Um, 
so like I said, uh, twenty is Lauren Hill, nineteen is Red Man, eighteen DMX, seventeen Jay Z, sixteen Ice Cube, fifteen Snoop Dogg, fourteen Scarface, thirteen Nas, twelve Notorious Big, eleven Tupac, ten Grandmaster Kaz, nine Melly Mel, eight Kumo D, seven MC Light, six Slick Rick, five is Cool G Rap, four. Is KRS one three is LL Cool J, two is Big Daddy Kane, and one is Rakim. Hold up, bro. Wait, it I, sounds a little different. Yeah, it sounds a little different, but it, it sounds a little different. Um, yeah, this is a hard list to put together because first of all, and we already talked. If it's about not this, the great, I've been titling what, every show "Goats of Whatever Decade." Well, and, and, and that's what I, that's something this. I want to go ahead and so, finish this. So this is a hard what, list. If it's if it's not the goat list. What is it, and what did we do? And we'll we'll get to that. But let me and I'm also going to finish my and I'm thought. also going to be an asshole and read my text that I sent everybody. Okay, you can get to that. But this is a hard list to put together because first of all, it's hard to stack a J Cole against a Tupac. Not because it's Tupac, but simply because J Cole is new and he's continuing to build his legacy. So. His best album may not even be around yet. His best album may come out in the future. So it's kind of hard to stack that catalog against somebody's catalog who's already complete and set in stone, number one. Number two, the number two thought I had is, here's the thing about you, Lawrence. I noticed that you hate what you call the cliche lists. Of course. You hate the Tupac, Biggie, Nas, Eminem, Jay-Z, Rakim. Hell yeah, I hate you them You hate lists. that list. I hate them damn lists. You hate it, but you got to respect it. I though. do respect it. And that's why I say. Because it seems and, and, as if why, you're trying. Why are they cliche? Because cliche implies. That they're that fucking good. Yeah, but not only that, but also cliche kind of like implies that it's passe when basically all you're saying is these are generally the most skilled guys. This, this is how I thing. see cliche. Yeah. Lawrence feels like that's an easy list, and I don't want to speak. Let me finish my thought. Finish what you're saying. But I don't want to speak. Finish what you said. We've had this conversation several times. Lawrence feels like when you say, who's the best rappers of all time? The average person is going to say Tupac, Biggie, Jay-Z, Nas, Rakim, Big Daddy Kane. And I'm throwing names out, Wu-Tang. That's your standard list. That's like a standard list. But, 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 you can call it standard. You can call it cliche. But why is it standard? And we all know why it's standard because it they're is, that because good. they're that good. They're yes. that. So Who's like, the greatest boxers of all time? Like it or not, they're that good. If you name the greatest boxers of all time, then Muhammad Ali. It depends on, on who. Muhammad know, Ali, Muhammad Mike Tyson, Sugar Ray, Sugar Ray, Ray Leonard, Leonard, you know, uh, Rocky Marciano, and okay. Uh, okay. Floyd Mayweather. Now, obviously, you can go a little deeper if if it's hip hop. You can say that, and that is my point. Now listen, that is now my listen. point. I'm not a boxing. I can go, de- fan. I can go deeper. In I, see, 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 that's my point. And I was about to say you're that. a boxing dude, so you can go deeper. Like, it, okay, well, so listen, if well, that, listen, that's listen, the listen. that's the blanket. That is the blanket. Uh, uh, top five for anybody. I should. Ex- I know if I ask anybody what are the and they listen to hip hop even a little bit, they're going to save him. That's why I think okay, there's the standard list. You can have your standard list. Who are your who is the? That's why I wanted to do I it from a historical. Than any of this stuff, so you can't ask me. I know what you, but <laughs> like see, but that's your personal preference. That's why I said there's a standard, there's your personal, no, and I then there's it. historical, which is actual factual. Well, that's what we just gave you. Well, here's the thing. 
you guys just said that hip hop, and we all know that hip hop is very subjective and diverse, and diverse and opinionated, and it's music. So I like to compare the greatest MCs of all time to the football Hall of Fame or something. I look at it the same way. But see, that's actual factual because but, they're dealing but, with stats. But I got to finish. Let me finish. But, but it's hard. But it's hard to do that because music is art and it doesn't have anything to do with stats. And football has everything, or any sport, in my analogy, has in order everything to, be, to do in order with stats. To be, in order to be... Now, the only stats... Let me finish. The ahead, only stats ahead. that you could pull from hip-hop is like record sales and all the numbers. You can pull the numbers from hip-hop, and that will probably be equivalent to having stats in a sport. But with that, you get Young Thug, who ain't the best he of ain't all selling. time. He ain't selling. Young but Thug You get ain't, what I'm saying. Selling. So the thing is... If you look at hip hop as an art and very subjectively, then Young Thug has every right to be on the greatest rappers of all time list. But if you look at hip hop as a, a as a sport and something to be taken serious, then Young Thug has no fucking business being on that list. And I hate the fact that we have to talk about hip hop like it's a damn sport. I hate that. I, I, I love I it. I hate that. I love shit. it because it's not a sport. It's not I a sport. It. That's another conversation for another day. But hip hop is not a sport. It's not a sport. It's not a sport. It's it, it's competitive. It can be competitive, and and, and can well, you really look, compete with art? That's another conversation yes, for another yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, let me say this before that. we get to it. Let me say this, and then I'm, and I shoot it back to you. Okay. In order to get into the basketball hall of fame, you have to have twenty five thousand points. Doesn't matter the rings. Doesn't matter how many rings you have. Doesn't matter how many teams you've been on. Doesn't matter what record you hold. You have to have 25,000 points over a career to be considered for the Hall of Fame. And, and how that you, is the, so. So how do you get those points? You got to play. Two. You get them two ways. You got. You got longevity you and skill. Longevity and skill, which is impact and lyrics. No, because Young this, Thug ain't got. He ain't gonna have longevity, and he ain't got skill. And that's why he's so not. That's a on bad the, analogy. And you, that's you're about why. To make. And that's why he's not on the top forty list of greatest MCs of all time, exactly. or whatever this is. That's why I replaced him with two of our honorable mentions: Big Shine and Big Crit. Okay. So he didn't make that list because I agree with you. You can't put them on the list because they're not goats, or whatever this list is. Okay. If this list is I not goats, your question. Yeah, you if this it. list is not goats, what is it? Well, here, here's the thing: uh, to springboard off of something that Joe was saying over there, actually, we can we actually can put a certain kind of stats and gravitas to it. And I don't agree with the whole idea that like some of the people at the top are cliche and uh, per se. Because I'm not actually, the one who said it. Oh, I know. That's what I was saying. I, I'm, you know, I know Lawrence G said that. So basically, what I look at it is. These guys are like Bruce Lee was to uh, Kung Fu movies, right? These guys set the bar. Every We broke it down decade to decade. And every group of individuals that we put up there, they did something in their decade that resonated. And it permeated beyond their decade. They, they had the standing power. The people that were more recent, we put them up there because we feel like they have the ability to do that. Okay. Some of them ain't even got the fucking and, ability. And some of them don't. Some got of these it. niggas is just hot, hot for their for the time. Moment. Like Jeezy, just hot for his time. He's like the best rapper from 2000 to 2005. Yeah, exactly. That ain't gonna get you on the list. On the list of the greatest. Of all I time. am open 
to changing the names and, on and you list. already did you already you made those you already changes. made some so I already I made those couple of dead horse honestly yeah, I mean at that point if I do that we are beating a dead horse we're changing and this becomes a new conversation so dealing with the names that we have the question is I'm looking at it from a historical standpoint. I looked at it decade, decade by decade. And that's what we should call the list. We should just call it the, 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 the and it's longer to do this, but you know, if you call it the list of uh, artists that resonated decade to decade, you know, and basically, and who will stand, the, you know, who may stand the test of time or who have stand, stood the test of time. And you can like the last part, you can say who may, these are who we think will Stand I can't write all that shit down in the SoundCloud yeah. link. Well, you know, like, or, you know, basically uh, added to the list of Hall of, Hall of Fame. We could call it a Hip Hop Hall of the Fame. The Hip Hop Hall of Fame. There you go. So, this is, so this is the Hip Hop Hall. So, what we have is. Grown Man Hip Hop Hall grown of Fame. Man Look at that. The Grown Man Hip Hop Hall of Fame. Exactly. I can live Pay with me. that. I can live with that. I can live with that. Let me say, when I think, when somebody asks me, Joseph, what is your top 20, 25, 30? What's your top GOATs? What's your top greatest MCs of all time? Yeah. In my mind, I'm thinking Hall of Fame. Exactly. And, and also, I'm thinking, what is Joseph's personal criteria? I'm not a hip-hop expert. I want to be. I'm not a hip-hop historian. I want to be. But I do think my opinion is very important and I think it's a it, you, because it you're a student weight. of the culture and I'm a exactly. student of the culture so my, it my holds weight it's, it's, it's valid you guys sit through battle rap so you're better than me it's, we'll talk about that I, it's still my <laughs> opinion it's still my opinion but I, I do think my opinion and see that was weight. my that's what I wanted to do with the list I want to let's, let's take let's take opinion out of it and let's just deal with what is because okay. that that is why I say you have a standard list you have your personal list, and then you have what is. And I think because what, is, what this list is, it's just it's what it, is. It's what is. This is the truth. This is what it These is. These are the guys that resonated beyond. What is your top five? I don't even have a top five because that's not how I rank. You see what I'm saying? Okay, so you know what, what is your top five? In no particular order, Tupac. The list, the list I gave: Tupac, Biggie, Jay Z, Rakim, Biggie, Daddy Kane, Eminem, Nas. I'm going a little further. Cube is on there. Okay, my top five, and Joe fucking hates my top five. Black Thought, Bun B, Scarface, Killer Mike, Joel Ortiz. I don't hate That's that. That's my top five. I don't hate that at all. Oh, there's an episode where you said that top five was bullshit. No, I, I couldn't have possibly there, say that. I promise you, one of our first episodes, you go back and listen to it, you told me that my now, top five was bullshit. I think my top, top, my top five is better than your top five as a team. I think my top five versus your top five could beat your top five category uh but see catalog the thing about it lyrics. is it's my personal top five so with that being said but you got a great top five though it's your personal top five it's the personal top five so you i don't i will never argue with i won't argue with the fact that fred just basically says fuck a top five yeah, i won't I'm argue with the boy. fact i go with how i feel See what I'm saying? I won't argue with the fact that your top five is the standard top five. Y'all can't argue with the fact that my top five is my top five. I'm not because there's a no nobody. Top five. Nobody can argue with that. I don't care about what you, somebody's top five is Gucci Man, Young Thug, Future, Vince Staples, and Chance the Rapper. Okay, now here's and the I, thing, and I'm not gonna argue with that because it boils down. If that is your now top listen. five, you should eat soup. Now listen, you probably should. You probably should. Listen, but <laughs> listen, listen. This is my opinion. Let me preface it by saying I'm an asshole. Everyone's gonna disagree with me, and I'm and I'm gonna I'm gonna be the bad guy. But I like to call stuff like that the opinion box. 
Right, 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 right. Where somebody says something that is based in opinion. And because it's a fucking opinion, you can't tell them it's wrong. It's when people say stuff like, Michael Jordan wasn't the best basketball player of all time. And then when you hit them with the stats to prove that they were, then that's what they that's when they say, well, it's my opinion. You can't tell me I'm wrong. Like, well, no, you're, yes, <laughs> and you're right. If it's, it's your, your opinion. Top five. I can't tell you you're wrong. It's your opinion, but you and and that's the thing. And I can't tell you that your standard list is wrong. You can't tell me that my standard list because is it's wrong. a damn good list. But, yeah, but let's deal with what is. But let's what, deal, let's with, what deal is. with what but is. But I'm gonna be the asshole and say this. Sometimes you gotta tell people that shit is wrong. I can't. T- you're right. I technically can't tell somebody that Young Thug, Dolph, Jeezy, and whatever guy, little yum yum eat him up. <laughs> I can't tell that person that the people I He's just dumb. named. I can't if if he says those people I just named are the best rappers of all time, I can't tell him he's wrong technically. But at the same time, I can tell you that a monkey throwing paint on a fucking canvas, that's not art. But it's a lot of people who say it is. I know y'all seen the monkey with the paintbrush splattering yeah. that shit. This is avant-garde art. Like, no, it ain't. It's a monkey smear, smearing shit. That's what that's what okay, Young Thug so, is. So here's my me. next question. He's a, he's here's not, my next he's question. He's not a Rembrandt. Monkey. In the he's, concept. He's not a Rembrandt. He's a monkey smearing shit on a fucking wall. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> There's so many connotations there. It's a lot of them. I was going to hit him with a couple, but I got a question. That one, too. So, shit and paint. So here's my question. In the hip-hop conversation, do we need to get rid of the GOAT? phrase at all i don't because you well, work your whole life to be that but see there's no such thing as that yes it is no it's not yes it is okay how you gonna stop time and prove it you can't stop time and prove it but who's better than tupac right now okay somebody may be better than tupac 20 years from now and guess what he'll be the best of there all were people time. Be, uh, better than tupac before tupac lyrically but overall nobody's better than tupac Tupac, the overall is, no. Well, See, Joe, that's a, that's a Joe, let me just statement. say this: you're being subjective because said, you are a huge, you are Tupac, huge Tupac fan. Okay, okay well, you got to check this out. Tupac is 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 like when I go to the store and you got craft. There's a whole generation that they put Tupac up on this pedestal that's invincible and infallible. And I rode with Tupac like his earliest, earliest stuff, like when he was actually coming on. You know what I'm saying? When he went hard street, I dropped him like a bad habit. Right. Mm-hmm. And he and all the pop stuff. I let the hood have him. Right. But not not that I didn't like his music. It's just it just I lost interest in it because it didn't challenge me at all. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, you know, that's just me. Now, you know, I still liked a lot of his music and stuff like that. I still feel like culturally as an icon, he changed a whole lot of stuff, some stuff for the negative. Um, but I still ride with him. So I'm saying he did some positive. He did some negative. He's a complicated individual. So I ride with Tupac. But I don't put him in a position where, like, he's the, he, that's, where, that's where Lawrence G comes in. He is that, he's Miles, he's the Miles Davis when somebody says, I like jazz. Everybody going to throw out Tupac. And if they don't throw out Tupac, then the next thing you know, they're going to throw out Big. You know what I'm saying? And then they're not going to have any kind of, you know, subtleties to see these other guys who literally added, who built the culture, the styles. When somebody says styles ain't changed since Big Daddy Kane, this man had literally almost put out every style that we rap. You know what I'm saying? And and then his music, just like Tupac's, will stand that test of time. But why? Why is anybody? It ain't got to be Tupac. But why? Why is that person standard? Because they're that good. 
Well, no, they're not. Stand, a, they're, they're not what's standard. The question again. Listen, listen. They're not. They're they're not only standard because people can't think of anyone else. They're not only standard because that's the go-to. They're not only standard for these simple. I'm not really a fan of the genre reasons, but they're standard because they're so good and so impactful overall. Well, actually, he hit that a they time. make the average person and the head and the whatever pay attention. No, see, the now thing I will is, say there were a lot of heads that didn't fuck with Tupac. Yes, now there's a lot of heads that didn't fuck with Pop. A lot of heads. I know yeah. a lot of heads yes. that didn't fuck with Tupac, and I know a lot of heads that did not fuck with the Chronic. They dropped off when I dropped off. But let me let me just actually say, you know, um, timing has a lot to do with that. People don't realize the early battles of hip hop. The pioneers that we mentioned before, they had the battle being told that their shit was a fad, that they're not going to be around long. They were R&B didn't want them on the radio. All right. Mm-hmm. These dudes were doing this straight up underground, like up under the radar. It was considered garbage. Nobody cared. Noise. Noise. You basically had to be of a certain group. It was a private thing. It was a small circle of people that was really messing with hip hop. It was the it was the new happening thing that the kids were doing, right? Then you moved forward. By the time Tupac and them got there, the bed had been made. R&B and had pretty much had acquiesced to hip hop. People were singing on hooks. How do you want it? Yeah. You know all that other stuff. At, you I know, wish I could have seen Fred's face. At one time, at one time, that was called rapping bullshit. So because, what's, what's wrong with that? That made man. No, there's no problem with that. But what I'm saying is, one time R&B hated rap so much. <laughs> you know, you got so you don't understand how this transition. That's why I said because Drake is the, is the great is the grandson or the great grandson of all that. These men like Big Daddy Kane and them, they were told when they were having people singing hooks and stuff like R&B singing and stuff was dissing them. Folks I, wouldn't I feel, let them. They, I they, feel what you're saying. You know, and so I don't basically, make this. it's no. Well, hold on. What I'm saying is, so basically, Tupac and them are beneficiaries, including Notorious Big. They're beneficiaries of what these other guys endured that and actually fault, outlasted. How, that ain't their fault. Oh no, no, that's what I'm they saying. Can't but control, they was born in 1979 no, and not 1965. Yeah, but that's why. No, that, I ain't saying that. What I'm trying to say is, when, that's why I said the whole goat thing is specious when you look at it at the end of the day, because you know. This guy is remembered because he blew up in a time when hip hop was actually becoming its 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 ep, it was at its epicenter, right? It ballooned out. That's when hip hop was ballooning out, and Tupac was a part of that ballooning out. He hit at just the right time. Cause I'm gonna tell you, people ignored a lot of t- t- uh, Tupac's greatness early on. See what I'm saying? They ignored a lot of this man's greatness early on. Let me acknowledge this. You I know? am a Tupac fan. I am a Tupac stan. And Lawrence G and you are absolutely right when you say that I can't, I'm not the right person to talk to about that because I'm going to throw Tupac above everybody. That's not fair. So you're absolutely right. And that is my, and that right there is my point with with these lists. And let me say two things then. Because everybody is tied to them emotionally. I'm trying to take the emotion out of the list. Like, have your I'm emotional not, I'm list. I'm not emotionally tied to this. I'm list. just saying. Well, have Fred's your, not emotionally tied to it. Fred ain't emotionally tied to nothing. Let me, explain, so, let me tell you why that's I'm a different. He's a different kind of person. Let me tell you why I'm emotionally tied to the list. I'm emotionally tied to the list because being, first of all, when you say Hip Hop Hall of Fame or greatest of all time, there are more than one, first of all. That's right. Number one. That's what I said. Yeah, that's I see that's now it. number two, when you say that, that is a surveillance system 
that keeps MCs in check because everybody's aspiring to be in the Hip Hop Hall of Fame, in the greatest of all time conversation. There People want to be in that conversation. I could take that. Niggas wake up and go to bed, eat, sleep, and shit hip hop because they got, man, I want to be mentioned with Tupac, Biggie, Kane, Cube, MF Doom. Maybe that's a little bit too hip hop heady, but hell, this is the grown man hip hop show. But niggas want to be mentioned among those greats. Why the fuck are we rapping? Okay, we're rapping for money. We're rapping to take care of our families. But other than the money, why the fuck are we rapping if it ain't to be in the Hall of Fame? If it ain't to make your mark as an MC? And with no, and without a Hall of Fame, without a greatest of all time uh, discussion, it's kind of pointless. Of course, the money is going to be there and financial freedom and putting your family up for generations and generations. Not, not these days. But the yeah, but, but I get the, your point. But the GOAT <laughs> and the Hall yeah. of Fame is a surveillance system that keeps niggas on their shit and it gives them something to lyrically make their mark in life okay and i get the goat so concept. you need it i get the coat the, and there is people there are people who are the greatest of all time i get the goat even system. though time hasn't stopped i get well that no well, i get I the goat. hold on i get the goat system for that reason but when you transition over to a conversational reason and is the is the goat system even important well, yes, that's why it's important. Well, no, this is a thing. It's, it's important for other reasons too. But go ahead, Fred. So you're saying yeah. that the ghost system is important because it's something you should aspire no, to be. That's no, one reason. But there's a generation yeah, it's, it's out more. here. There's a generation out here that doesn't give a fuck about that. Well, that's, that's what I was about. Well, to no, say. Kendrick Lamar and them do. But like, let me finish like, this. And I'm a, don't forget yeah. your Kendrick Lamar. I'm trying. I'm sorry. Don't to you scratch you your head in frustration? <laughs> no. I'm, okay. I'm, the United I'm States of America. We were talking about the First Amendment and Second Amendment. The United States of America. During the inception of this country, they set up rules, regulations, and amendments and all kind of shit that we live by today. Some of them were changed. Some of them weren't. A lot of them are fucked up and racist, but that's not the point I'm making. The point was when that shit, when the U.S. started, motherfuckers was like, this is what we're going to live by to the day we die. Right. Again, a lot of that shit is bullshit and racist, but that's another conversation. Are we, are we talking about slavery? Now let's go into let's go into hip hop. Again, that's a different conversation, but y'all get the basic gist I'm making. Let's go into hip hop. When hip hop, when our hip hop forefathers put this shit together, they said this is the shit that we gonna live by and die by. So these are the rules. These are the rules, and a lot of niggas breaking the rules to the point where they don't need to be on the greatest hip hop of all time list, and. If you want to be a Hall of Famer, if you want to be a GOAT in this hip-hop shit, these are the things you got to have. And you don't have to have all of them, but this is just a list of shit. Lyrics, bars, punchlines, metaphors, dope beats. Um, That's all the same shit. I'm not done. You got to have your social impact, how you pull your people about the gutter or how you make your people happy. You got to have a respect for the art. You have to, this is the most important thing, you can't remember where you came from and you can't remember what the forefathers talked about. And you got to grab what the forefathers talked about and bring that with you. Young Thug can give a fuck about the hip-hop rules and what his forefathers taught him about hip-hop. He can give a fuck about the lessons of Herc and KRS-One and motherfucking Melly Mel and all them. Kendrick, J. Cole, Tupac, Biggie, Big Crit, them niggas care about carrying on that legacy. 
So it is a certain recipe that makes you an MC, that makes you an artist, that makes you one of the greatest of all time. Hell, there's a lot of MCs who fall short of the greatest of all time, but they trying because they remember where hip hop came from and they want to take that legacy and drag it into the future. Whereas niggas like Two Chains wants to do it, but he want to make money. Jeezy, I feel Jeezy wants to do I it, think that you but can he wants both. to make money. I think that you can do both. Young Thug, he don't want to do that shit. I think that you can do both. Ludacris is the type of nigga who did both. Yeah. He appealed to the masses, but he still respected that uh, Red Man Run DMC type shit. Now, that's hip hop, and that's what makes you the greatest of all time. And, and see, what I was going to say is my, my argument with the GOAT thing is not about what you're saying, because I agree that there can be greatest of all time, and meaning you and many individuals that make up, and you basically rise to that plateau. I just I'm not a believer in like putting one person above the pack because that then to do that you have to do like Bruce Lee was. Got to shit on somebody. Up. Well, no, really, you have to kind of end your culture because the way Bruce Lee was to that spaghetti that spaghetti western like kung fu stuff. The reason why he is the man is because he is the representation that you think of. There are all kinds of little iconographies around here that represent Bruce Lee. And when you see that, you think about that little mo- those movies, right? And there's nobody else to really take his place. And everybody that comes along is just, just in his shadow, right? Nobody else really transcends him, even though we got new people today. Now, also, I look at it from the standpoint of what I call masters. Once you become a master at something, you're a master. You're at that level. And it's just like, you know, how the Wu got their different chambers and all this other stuff. If we look at the classical painters, Michelangelo, Leonardo, you know, uh, Raphael, they were all masters. And they were in constant competition. People don't realize this. Just like in hip hop, they were in constant competition with each other. Bitter competition. They To the point where they would be kind of sliding each other, look at each other's work, hit the, go back and hit the pen again, go back and get the grabber. That's what they would do. You see what I'm saying? And they all got to master at their own levels. Somebody will say, who is the greatest of all of those masters? Many people in art will say, once you're a master, you're a master. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, and they true. all had their cultural reference. They all had their cultural impact. And we, but based on the aesthetics that they put forth and the output that they put out, you may get somebody an edge over somebody else occasionally just on that alone. But, you know, what they, what they brought to you is really going to be the most important thing. So, you know, that's that's the way I look at it. And I agree that, I a, lot agree of these that. Guys, you know, a lot of these guys should be on the GOAT list as far as GOATs together. Yeah. You know, like because not, they carry on the traditions of hip hop. Yeah. And aside from that, they just got raw ass traditional hip hop. Now, I'm going to say something else about that, too. And you can't get away from that. One thing you got to look at, too, like what what Nas was trying to say in hip hop is dead. A lot of people missed this. He wasn't saying that the music itself was dead or the South had killed it and all this other stuff that people got up in arms and farted over. Uh, actually, what he said, fart. Yeah, because that's what they were doing. They were farting and shitting on themselves when Nas said that. I'm tired of people saying things are dead. What he actually was saying was that portion of hip hop that was that kid sitting in the bedroom really trying to battle and really like that scene part had died. There was no more park jams. There was no more intimate settings. Like I'm happy that even in this city, I got to be a part of something like go to the eargasm and be a part of that close knit group where cats were actually really battling that stuff that KRS-One talked about where these these guys were getting together and they were trying to be the best in that area and they were really iron was sharpening iron right now you know there's there's less scenes and there's less whatever it's more people developing their identity they're taking the building blocks 
that these guys gave them, the idea, the structural of them, and the great ones, the ones who seek to be great, like Kendrick Lamar, like J. Cole, you know, like all of the guys that's moving forward right now, they are the ones who are looking back, like you said, and pulling that stuff forward. Whereas, like I said, I feel like Young Thug and, and the Ilk are more dance rappers. I actually give 2 Chains a little bit more than most people because he's still rapping. Yeah, like, I feel like Chain, he wants to be that. Well, not, not only that, but I feel like in all intensive, for all intensive purposes, like uh, Big Daddy Kane famously said, there's different types of MCs. And he is a type of MC that moves the crowd at the party. Like Dougie Fresh, I've seen that dude move a crowd. And he didn't even perform the songs that I wanted him to perform, but he could tell you, get up, get up, get up. That's a different type of MC. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Dope. I and so, so that's that's two chains thing. Whereas you got somebody like Young Thug, they even their stage performances ain't great, man. I mean, they they are messing up every level of MCing. <laughs> I want you to think about that. They are just vibe rapping for a certain type of environment and a certain type of party. And that's not me just dissing them. Yeah, they, I'm just talking about when you get to their stage shows, I done seen their stage shows. I at least wanted them to be like the crowd was, that crowd was just amped up on them. They didn't care now, what let, they were doing. Let me you know? now let me say this: when it comes, say that, and then we'll uh, get ready to wrap this thing. Up. Uh, I'm going to read this damn text message. Okay. I have a point. So to I, prove. I, I'll make it. I'll make it quick. So yes, Fred, I agree with you saying that there can be multiple goats. I agree with that. You agree with that. I think we all agree with that. But I think I'm alone when I say that there can be one guy at the top, and it may it shift. That that you, shit is interchangeable, you and it, and you know that criteria for why somebody could be at the top may be different from person to person, but there is one aspect. I'm gonna challenge that when you get done, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna we're gonna wrap up. I'm gonna challenge that. Um, there there can be one guy at the top, in the sense that hip hop can be competitive, like it or not. Sometimes I don't like it, and for me, that guy who's at the top, or at least was at the top for a long time, was Eminem. Mm. And the reason why I say that is because mm. lyrics. Who puts in the most work? Who puts in the most effort in their pen? Who who bleeds for it more? Who is like a jazz musician with their words? That's nice, but his subject matter was really faltering after a certain point. He was very entertaining, though. I mean, when when Eminem fell off, he fell off, he and then that's off. when and then that's well, when he, I mean, and even, then that's when he became not the greatest. Even though his no, but even Eminem his, on his my shit, question. Eminem on his shit. You can't. You kind of can't fuck with. Him. You can't fuck with that you dude lyrically when Eminem is on. Oh his no, shit. lyrically he's on point. But what I'm saying is, as a person who just requires a little bit more. I mean, like, when, yeah, I mean, when he fell know, off, he fell no, off. No, no, I'm just talking about Rakim he, fell off. No, everybody oh, falls well, off. No, hold on. But this is what I'm trying to say. You're driving my next point. Well, the, the, my, what I'm trying to say about him, and this is the one thing I always gave him. He was a certain type of artist for me. He was a he was a fun artist for me. Um. Like he was an artist that I listened to a certain kind of way, but I'm, I'm fixing to do it. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, even when he did this stuff about his mom, even when he did this stuff about Kim, those were like in personal situations. But the fact that he always took that dark humor route, you know, it wasn't always my cup of tea, but I liked it. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I wanted something else from him sometimes and I didn't never get it, but he was great when he did his thing. Yeah, when he did but his I, thing. But and I, then when he... Fell yeah. off, he fell off. Okay, yeah. let me let me let me bring this up and then I'm gonna And he's it releasing up. another album at the end of the month. And I'm kind of looking for, forward to it, and I'm not looking forward to it, but that's a show for a for a different day. The the question is this: 
And this is a, one of my main motivations for trying to have a solid list that you could go off of. Whether Man, you add to that list or take away from that here, list or what. Yeah, and I cut a nigga with this butter knife. I will scratch a nigga's okay. throat to death. That's what I'm saying. But anyway. So you got your standard top five. Eminem. I don't, no particular order. Eminem, Tupac, Biggie, Jay, Nas, Rakim. Rakim. There's a top five. There's a five, right? Everybody has their own top five, and everybody wants their top five to be the top five, right? The B, thank you, base guy. Exactly. So here's my question. In order for the top five, you said there only can be one at the top, right? Yeah. So how often do we replace that top five? Well, who who do we take off? Did you replace Did you replace Eminem with Kendrick? Did you replace what? It's, it goes Tupac to like, with J Cole. Did it goes you to like I said, Biggie with Jay Z. Who you know who what I'm is saying? The, okay, who? I mean, that's my thing about it. The list, like at this point, at this point in history of hip hop, the list becomes interchangeable, it. and it's just like, what are well, we here's doing? The thing. Here's the thing. I don't know how you two look at it, but I look at it more of a Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's it. I'm Hall of Fame, dude. I look at it more like a Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's a Hall and in the Hall of Fame, nobody gets taken out. People only get added. Yeah, that's so it. People keep their position. People only get added. So when you say greatest of all time is a relative term because time hasn't stopped, I'm probably fucking up what you're saying, but that's yeah. the way I understood it. Yeah. That's a great point. Time hasn't stopped. And because time hasn't stopped, there's always a, a baby that's born and gets into hip-hop and starts rapping and becomes one of the greats. Yeah. Because time continues... More people are added to that Hall of Fame. The people that are in it are in it. They ain't going nowhere. They did everything they could to etch their names lyrically in that hip hop stone. Yep. So that is what I was trying to do with this list. Yeah. I think that but this it list ain't, it ain't them niggas you put the, on there. But this list can well, be we, added to. Well, we the niggas to, we put on there. Yeah, this list can be added to. And I will say this, and then we'll wrap it up. I'm not gonna read the text because I ain't gonna put nobody on blast like that. It I'm, don't matter. I, I'm not gonna read the text. I, I, I but I'm not gonna read the text. But. In times like this, please listen to the damn shows. See where we going. I ain't listening to shit if it makes good ass conversations like this. I love the confusion if it does this. And and uh, and I and I I'll end on this note. The only thing I was saying about the goat, this goat situation. But you're right though, G. You, you're right. The only thing I was gonna say about that goat situation, and the reason why I was talking about the one is to think about what I was saying about the kung fu thing. Like when you think about Bruce Lee. You think about this guy, he he embodies what an entire genre was at one time that no longer exists. You know what I'm saying? I mean, does it exist? Does it pop up every now and then and they pay homage to it? Yes. In the same way that Shaft almost embodies black exploitation when you see that. So when you say who was the greatest black exploitation character of all time, most of you, you gonna have to just about give it to Shaft. See what I'm saying? So and so when I do that type of thing. That's what I'm talking about. Who is going to embody everything that is an MC? You know what I'm saying? When it's all said and done and when it's all over. I was just about to say. Nobody can't really do. Like, we got people that are. Now, people are embodying it. You see what I'm saying? But we have. This is a growing list. And it's a Hall of Fame. It's a Hall of Fame type situation where if you stopped all time and they did all the measurables, somebody would cover it. Because people shit on black thoughts so hard. When that dude is like, he's gonna be the working man's MC. Incredible. Yes, he's gonna be the working man's MC. He's gonna be the man that's gonna sit back 
and he can do it all. He can rock a crowd. He's he's got the cool debonair. He's playing it all, man. And Let me tell you because because Black Thought is one of my favorite MCs. And, and, co- and lyrically, Black just Thought, fun. Black Thought. I'm gonna, and then we'll wrap it up right here. Black Thought is cool. Yes. Black Thought is calm. Yes. Black Thought is collected. Yes. His voice is phenomenal. Yes. His bars are. When has the dude ever spit a the wet bar? The depth into what the man says. He the, covers everything. I was just about to say. When I knocked hold off points for Eminem on, this man got it. The depth of what this man says and the fact that this nigga can walk around the streets of New York by his damn self yes. and walk into any project and nobody fucks with him. Yes. That is why. How much charisma can a, another and, man stomach? He asked. And that and that is why he is on my personal yeah. top fave because the nigga says phenomenal shit so fucking laid back and cool exactly and the nigga so is more than hundred and the nigga is more than setup 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 punchline he's more than four bar setups and punchlines and metaphors and similes he got them don't do it like most rappers but his whole rap style is like a rich. Dense style of hardcore yeah. stories and statements. Yeah, like he say shit. He say he drop real nigga jews and rhymes exactly. and rhyme form, man. So that shit, that's why I fuck with him. You can say he's one of the greatest of all time. He just gets shitted on because everybody. He ain't got a solo he album. He ain't got no solo. And he ain't got album. no solo. That's the only reason people shit on him. But he's he's going to change that. Yeah. Anyway, man, look, this has been another episode of the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show. I think we finally got some damn straightening. Uh, I'm not going back and changing shit on SoundCloud. The, it is what it is. Listen to it, follow the strand, listen to all these episodes, and decide for yourself what this list is. Uh, this is the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show. I am Lawrence G, your hip hop uncle. You are. And this is Joey Burnham. And this is Fred Frio. You might as well finish it now. Oh, this is Fred Frio. Everything's real. Nothing is. Everything is grinding. Oh, Nothing shit. is petite. Oh, he got to do that it again. Up you, you, you fucked Hold that on. up. I'm, I'm going to get it edited for y'all. <clears throat> this is Fred Frio. Everything is real. Everything is grande. Nothing is petite. Petito. Yes, sir. He still fucked it up. But anyway, he's like going to fix that. The, too. The, 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 pressure, the pressure was Damn. on. The pressure was on. Too but anyway, pressure. like we always say at the end of every show, grown ups. Don't go out there and do no dumb shit. Like, try to create a historical list of the greatest MCs of all time. And motherfuckers don't listen. And then we do end up doing our own thing because we're That's confusing right. and we don't, we're don't we men and we don't communicate well. Why? Because grown-ass men do grown-man shit. And we out. Peace. The Grown-Ass Man Hip Hop Show is a Fourth Coast Media production produced by Lawrence Trammell and recorded at 4th Coast Studios. This is a 4th Coast Media production. 4th Coast?